Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ben, shut your mouth. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. TJ Pittenger, Brendan Sinone, Ben Cock, and Joe the Dickens man himself. himself. Joe Dickens. How's it going, Dickens. Joe? It's Dickens. going good. Big ticket and synergy. I've Whoa! heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, everyone. Oh, man. Guys, a... it is a pleasure what a to solid have intro. Joe Decadence, a fellow countryman from Italy here on the podcast. We are taking from over. From Italy. Sicilia. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so, big the beat. Jersey we haven't Shore. really announced that we were doing this, but we're basically doing Friendsgiving the entire month of December. It's like Friends mm-hmm. Month, right? We had Elliot on yeah. last week. Why, We've got Joe this week. Christmas giving. Just, just holiday season. Cheer. Yeah, Elliot celebrated Hanukkah. Oh, you're right. Okay. And we started Sorry. it in November. We'll do it. Call it holiday giving. It's more like Festivus. Happy holidays. Festivus. A festi- I, got a, Festivus. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. You're going to hear about it. Uh, ben, have you seen the Festivus episode at least? I know Melissa no. made you watch that. I have not. I watched a Festivus episode. Yeah, I got this great idea for oh another God. podcast to do uh, on the bench. If anyone wants to sponsor it, feel free to do it. Uh, and it's just going to be a festive episode where I just everyone who's been mean to me on Twitter and on my message mm-hmm. board for the last year, I'm just going to rant on it for like an hour. Think it'll be good content. No one will care. I'll probably give it a listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. Thanks, Joe. I have two listeners. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Brendan will listen back to the replay. All right, let's roll. Uh, what are we doing tonight? We are going to continue King of the Hill. Can you get the hill? And Final, see if that could be round. King of the. King of the finished. Well, it, it is King of the finished, but King of being finished. Mm-hmm. Um, and then before that, <laughs> then before that, good job. And PJ. then right before, and then right before the prequel to that, will not be afterwards. <laughs> before that, we're going to talk about cold weather whiskeys. It's not Ooh. cold anymore, so that no, kind of sucks. Oh, in Florida, yeah. it's a freaking heat wave. Yeah, when we, had, like, when we put this on the schedule like a week ago, it was really chilly. You need sweatshirts. Yeah. And for Florida standards, it was chilly. But now it's I was outside doing yard work in a tank top and shorts today. So. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, 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 it's yeah. <laughs> Couldn't FaceTime us while you were doing that? What yeah, that I, uh, like? Not a big fan of how the weather has gone from beautiful to like I'm now sweating. Mm-hmm. I'm about three whiskeys deep tonight, so I'm sweating a little bit from that too. Probably part of it. It sucks now. So anyway, yeah. uh cold <laughs> weather whiskeys. Cold weather whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Start us out. Let's talk about oh, this stuff. Let's this, is your, this is your deal. Let's yeah. roll. Oh, this is my deal. So if it sucks, it's my fault, right? Yeah. If it's good, it's mine. Okay. So it is getting to be colder weather in Florida, which is where all of us are based. I'm in the North Florida area along with Joe. Uh, you guys are in Central Florida. 
by the coast, right? Would you say Central Florida, West Florida? What would it be? God's Tampa. country. God's country. Um, Central Florida. I call that. Beautiful. Loops. I call that Central Florida. All right. So you're in Central Florida. So, anyways, beautiful. It, <laughs> beautiful uh, it is. Loops. You're a loser. <laughs> uh it had been pretty cold it's going to be cold like in five days from now that's kind of the Mm -hmm. thing about florida is you know this time of year once you get to november december it could feel like fall it could feel like spring it can feel like winter just kind of goes all over the place but it's no longer 90 degrees super hot sweating when you walk outside so it's starting to shift a little bit in our region Uh, for other people Mm -hmm. who may be in other areas of the country it's already been cold weather whiskey and for me as i've enjoyed whiskey I find that there are different times of years, just like with beer, like you like a nice stout or something when it's a colder time of year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so right, for right. whiskey, uh, I'm not going to include scotch in this because I know my audience, and this is bourbon on the budget, not scotch on the audience, but there are certain scotch bourbons. Scotch on the audience, that's great. And rise and, wait, scotch on an audience, is that what I said instead of on a budget? Damn it. Sure. Damn it. Um, anyways, uh, there are certain bourbons and rise and other American whiskeys that are perfect uh, for drinking when it gets, you know, a little, little nippy out to bit nipply, you know, a little nipply. So that's what we're going to do here is kind of, I'm going to throw out some of my favorite whiskeys or ones that I think are really appropriate for both the fall and then more wintry that are going to kind of hit these, you know, Christmassy type of flavor profiles that you would think <clears throat> like orange, clove, cinnamon, chocolate, roasted nuts, hmm. fire, uh, wood, well, you don't eat firewood, but you smell it. Uh, Yo, dark fruit, sugar nuts. plums, figs, peppermint so yeah so that's what we're gonna do budget gonna go to ones that are then a little bit more expensive gonna be the ones that are pretty expensive and then finally just some some banger you know hard to find ones that we're gonna go through and get your guys thoughts on that so how's that sound that sounds Sounds amazing that sounds like a great show i feel like i'm being set up for failure here sounds like my guy jason shout out my guy jason who is always commenting on our stuff jason twitter everywhere else jason listen you're not the only one, bro. I'm I'm watching it too. All right, let's win a natty. All let's right. go. Jason's got Jason. some stuff to us, by the way, that we'll probably get hopefully to do next month. Sure. Yeah, Jason, what are you Jason. um, what are you sipping on while you're watching Bourbon a Budget and the National Championship FSU and BYU nearing halftime, tied zero zero for the uh, people that wanted the live update. If you don't answer quickly, I move on. Uh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of Jason, I asked that like he was just going to answer. Like, you're on the like I'll just chime in. Yeah. Too many speaking of Jason, no, F-A-O his family one. though. I, I, uh. Oh, there we go. You know what? Stay tuned, Jason. Good. I think there's going to be something on this episode that you're going to like. Maybe an FAEO too. Oh, you never know. No. Okay. Oh, no. Well. All right. Yeah. So let's start it's off with the budget. I got three here that I you know sub twenty five dollars that are really sub twenty five dollars. No. What? It's bourbon on a budget. Dollars, did I not say it correctly? Uh, that I think are all very solid and have the the elements that you would want in the wintertime. They're higher proof. Uh, they got some nice heft to them. So let's start off. First off, Ben, you're going to like this one. Blue oh. Note. Shout out Blue Note Blue. real quick. We'll Yo, talk about what's it later, up, Blue but, Note? Uh, love that, Jason. We're coming at you. Anyway, oh, Brandon, back to you. Sorry, go ahead. I might just be drinking Blue Note right now. What? Yes. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. Ben, Fire. I was talking to me on the phone earlier, and he called it Blue Nut, which was hilarious. I did not. It's a lie. Back to Brendan with his $10 whiskey. Old granddad bottled in bond. It is, I think, a banger at the price. One that we should probably do that may be big board eligible, probably in the seven range, I think, if we were to do it. TJ, I gave it to him as a gift, and he gave it back to me is how much he hated it. So, TJ, you're dead to me. Uh, this what? is for You're dead to me. Yeah, he didn't like it. He didn't like it, Joe. Can I actually that? never, I actually never poured it. I don't think. What? 
Oh my god! All right, so anyways, I have too much. I have way too much whiskey here. This is a Leatherford tobacco-y uh, roasted peanuts, which is a Jim Beam profile. It's four years, hundred proof, hence the the bottle and bond uh, with a little dash of honey as well. So it's got that nice uh, spice and sweetness going on. Very good for the winter campfire kind of bourbon. Uh, Joe, you're a fan of this? I am actually. That was one of my first uh, bottles of bourbon that there I we go. purchased. I think that's one that people should have in their collection, whether you're a newbie or like as a mixer or something for people to come over. Like it's a really good 20 to $25 bourbon. Uh, I think it's really good at the price point. So I'm glad Joe agrees with me. Hmm. Um, ben, you will appreciate this next one. Sub $25 range. This is old Forester rye 100 proof. Uh, what a, a banger. It is a banger. It's on the big board tied for first. I know. Yeah. No, now it's now it's third, third place now. Still yeah. great. Still uh, great. It hits a lot of the baking spice notes that you would want to get like in the fall time with uh, with nutmeg, cinnamon. I got really drunk on this during Thanksgiving uh, by bonfire. So when it was a little cooler out, it's got brown sugar, orange, a touch of mint, which I think a little bit of mint Christmas time is appropriate. Uh, you're not going to get peppermint, but uh, that one. And then finally, Wild Turkey 101 is right amazing. Yeah, the I mean, it's turkey, so it kind of it feels it's, like the uh, beginning of winter. My <clears throat> father-in-law will pour this into a flask, and he's in upstate New York. And during the winter time, or like late fall, when they're having to like do a lot of the final uh, final yard work before before winter finally comes, he'll he'll pour some of that in there and just drink it while he's doing yard work the entire time. So appropriate. So any any uh, recommendations or things you would change or anything you would add to uh, winter profiles uh, in the budget range, fellas? In the budget so, range? I know that we're – yeah, I know that we are um, being big homers on this, but but I actually like Old Forester 100 quite a bit more than I like Wild Turkey 101. And I know that that's disrespectful to you know the turkey lovers out there, and I know that turkey's a couple of dollars cheaper – but for the for the few dollars you're staying in the budget range, I'm going 100 Old Forester. I think it has more depth, it has more character, has a better flavor. Um, it's um, thicker. Is I don't know if thicker is the it's hardier is maybe the right word. So like for outbust, yeah. Robust. So for winter whiskey, I'm I'm definitely flipping that out. I know that's repetitive with the rye and the bourbon the both in there, and I under, yeah, I knew that's exactly why you did that, but. Pound for pound, I think that's a better whiskey, especially we've rated it much higher for, for the value. Uh, budget wise, I'm going to look through our past ratings and see if there's anything in there that I would pick. But, uh, Benethy, do you have anything on top you of know, your uh, we, around Christmas time and in the winter <laughs> in general, it is it's a time to spend money, you know, as much as I enjoy. We're like, on budget, I know, We're, I know, as much as I enjoy a budget bottle. It's time to spend money. So in the winter, I'm not drinking a whole lot of you know cheap cheap bottles because mostly I'm around family and friends. So I love to get blasted on cheap whiskey around Thanksgiving time, and then you start what getting a nightmare. No, well, last year Wild well, Turkey 101. <laughs> this year it was Old Forester Rye 100, and I don't uh -huh. regret any. I don't regret anything. Nothing wrong with that bottle. But no, TJ gave me a bottle of the Old Forester Rye when I went to go see him. And then a few days later, it was Thanksgiving and it was like three quarters of a bottle. And by the end of like two days, it was down to maybe a quarter of a bottle. And my wife was on to me and I had to slow it down a little bit. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Too much whiskey and her being on you. You got caught. Work. Um, so 
Ben, you have nothing to add to the budget. Okay, Joe, Deckard, yes, any, uh, any budget? Uh, so I, I, I do want to agree with you. Um, at that out of the three, I, I would definitely choose the Old Forester uh, 100. Um, one, because it's, it's a great sipper and, and it does, uh, it, it hits well, like you said. And that's actually my go-to for cocktails if mm-hmm. I'm making an old-fashioned. Uh, by far, the, my favorite, you know, you go to bars, a lot of people make it with Michter's rye or, or, or some lower proof, but I get a little bit more proof on, on those uh, old fashions and it really makes a big difference. So um, I agree out of those three. Um, and then it's hard to say, I kind of also agree with, with Ben saying that around the holidays, you want to spend a little bit more really a, a budget bourbon um, rare breed rye. I mean, rare breed bourbon, I'm sorry, would be mm-hmm. a, a great winner Stellar budget. I mean, what is it? 40, I mean, I, I would put it, obviously it's not as low as, mm-hmm. as though in price as those others, but that it's, it's available and it's fantastic. I would buy that. I'd spend the extra money and buy that over one one every day. Well, so this is a little bit of an allocated one that I just thought of, but it's not like super allocated. It's mm-hmm. just kind of tough to find in Florida. I think I'd throw small wagon small batch in there. If you could find it for 40, 45 bucks, I think that'd be oh. a really good one. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's also you know, got some nice. Like, yeah. If you lived in South Georgia, I know that's a lot for us, but like if you just lived in South Georgia, you find that all day, you know, no big deal. So. I was no uh, the problem. Is, I, I don't, I don't see it too much as a, I don't mean to disagree, but I don't see it too much as a, a winner whiskey. I was down in Key Largo this past weekend and I almost drank an entire that's bottle a, of it. It so. has a strong, uh, zesty. It's more of a Key West quality. whiskey. It is. You know what I mean? I, that's what I was going to say, Joe. Is you can, and especially if you, this, Key West, if you go to smoke wagons on cut uh, on, on filter, then I think you're starting to get in that wintry, like hearty leather, tobacco-y, like really dark kind of notes. But for the small batch, yeah, I would say that's you can drink that any time year round, and it's yeah, gonna it's so good. Yeah, it's going to be pretty damn good any time you're around. So, TJ, yeah. your opinion sucks. Is what Joe's I, would, to say. I would I would agree. I would agree. I would agree okay. with Joe and Brendan that TJ's opinion sucks in general. I did not say that. I said, but uh, no, worries. we said it for you. Uh, to me, right. though, to me, winter is all about money and proof, and you better be bringing both. All right. Well, let's get up to the next level. All right. Let's back it. Let's let's jump it up before we jump it up, up, baby. We're gonna jump up to proof, and we're gonna jump up to price. All these are gonna be fifty dollars or more as we get to this next level. They're all gonna be, I I would say, readily available. If you you can go to any store and find most of these, Mm -hmm. and if you wanted to, you can drive around town and find all of them. So let's start off with a banger that we have never reviewed, but we have King of the Hill it before, and one that we all are a big fan of. Old Forester 1920. Uh, now, this has some of the banana and citrusy notes that Old Forester is known for. So, I guess you could say, oh, yeah, look at Joe. Joe's on this up. Uh, this could technically be one that you throw like a little bit of ice in and it's a good summertime one too. But it's got some of these nice, like toasty, dark, caramelly, even like a creamy coffee type of vibe, warming brown sugar. Um, I think this is great to have when it starts getting a little crisper out. It's 115 proof. Uh, to me, that's like 110 to 115 is like the perfect proof usually for, for bourbons. Uh, I love this. Joe, are you a fan, I presume, that since you just had it yeah, handy there? It's that's probably my uh, – so we, I said the old granddad was one of my first bourbons, but the 1920 was probably my first higher proof, I guess you consider. Me too. Bourbon. Oh, my God. Uh, a friend of mine is like, I, I promise you. <laughs> me uh, <yeah>. <laughs> Same Z's. Uh, <laughs> 
getting into it, you know, you, you're looking at a, like a, you're new to bourbon at 115 proof. You're like, oh, that's, you know, drinking, been drinking crown. It's only 80 proof. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, but no, it's, it's so good. And I've, I keep a bottle of it in my collection at all times. I, I definitely love it. And it's about uh, $60. I stumbled that one for 55 uh, and kind of the, the boonies a little bit by me. So yeah, it's, it's a great, unique, um, great value bourbon. And I think it does well any time of year, but in the wintertime, it's going to be awesome. Next up, uh, Jason, this is for you pretty much. And Joe suggested any type of makers uh, stave profile. Now I got FAE 01, which I don't know if you guys are as big a fan of as I am. Cause it's more tobacco no, and harsh leather, but no, with- FAE 01 sauce strawberries and and fruit and this says Everything a fruit forward expression with notes of tobacco and wood so you get okay. a little bit of both but there you go you get a little bit of sweetness uh for me on this like by the way i tasted every single one of these before the show tonight just a sip and i poured them all into here so this is uh the winter mix wow the maple syrup mix. maple syrup pancake um strawberries leather do you guys like when you like we have we have French toast for Christmas, like a French toast casserole pretty often in my house uh Christmas. So to me it kind of reminds me of Christmas in that regard. Little maker's hmm. market action. Have any of you guys had had the FA E O two yet? I haven't no. seen it. It hasn't made to Florida yet. Mm-mm. Okay, I haven't seen it yet either. The profile is it. right looks a lot more up my alley. I didn't really love the FAEO one, but the FA E O two looks looks amazing. But I we'll agree. see. Yeah. Okay, so next up for me, uh, this one may be a little polarizing, but you want to talk about one that is perfectly equipped for a uh, cold winter night, and it's mm-hmm. not going to be midwinter night, Dram. I'm not going to skip ahead there. Uh, that is King of the Hill later. This is going to be Brimstone from Balcones. Now, the marketing, this is a Texas-based whiskey that's uh, pot distilled, Texas scrubbed in oak smoke. Um 53% alcohol by volume. So it's one that you, I mean, look at this, like color. You think it's going to be this rugged Texas Southern, so more of a, a hot climate kind of deal. And it is made in a hot climate. It helps cook it. But the flavor profile to me is very much so like a Christmassy dessert. It's got cinnamon, nutmeg, a sweet caramel uh, with a little bit of like, almost like like wood spice. I mean, it is smoked. So it does got like, like a firewoody kind of smell to it. Uh, this was one that we had pretty high up there. TJ, I'm surprised that you actually love that whiskey, but uh, I think it's perfect for the wintertime. Okay. Or just not. okay. It's All just right. okay. Finally. Haven't, uh, haven't had it. Oh, I will send you a sample of it. It's intense. It's different, but it's uh, probably worth a try, Joe. So last one, Four Roses, single barrel. Now I have a uh, a barrel strength one of these. Which one Ooh, is it? Yeah, it's like an o- it. OESV. Uh, it's the ABC all, pick. It is it ABC like. pick. Yes, it is ABC. If you want to sponsor us, we are open for business uh, on the benches as well. It's seventy-five percent corn, twenty percent rye, five percent malted barley, uh, ten years and three months. So it's it's awesome. I mean, four roses is great. I'm trying to work on this one slowly, but get a ton of spice with it. A little bit of floral notes, a little bit of mintiness as well. Uh, four roses is great any time of year, guys. But I, I think uh, to Ben's point, like, if you want to break out something nice. This is one that will hold up well in the wintertime and have a nice warming effect. I like that one. All right. Um, Joe, you have, do you have any complaints? Do you have any Joe, compliments? Do you have any concerns for, no. regarding, you know, around his picks here? No, I mean, I love that. Like I said, I love the 1920. I uh, haven't had the Balcone, so I really can't speculate there. Um, the barrel strength, um, four roses are always solid. 
Um, if I could add one, um, I like, I don't know if you guys like them. It's their store picks, but they're pretty common. Um, is these, uh, Knob Creek select yeah. barrels, uh, because these are 120 proof 50 yes. bucks. And, uh, they range from nine years. They're typically nine or 10 years, but sometimes you get lucky and find like a 12 year. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's creamy. It's, you know, it's, it's nice for the winter time. I mean, you could probably drink it anytime anyways, but yeah. good caramel, like heavy, thick vanilla, um, some Oak. Uh, I really, yep. I, one of my favorite, um, bottle yeah. store picks anyways. I love to uh, see these pop up. I buy them pretty much anytime I see them. Joe, I got this one in South Georgia. I don't think they knew quite what they were doing with this one. It was $45. It's 15 years, 120 proof. Ooh. 15. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, barrel date. June 2005, Jeez. select or selected date, uh, March 2020. So they almost, sold it for 45. They probably could have pumped that number up a little bit. But. So they could have, but I don't think they knew what they were doing. But they, they had their choice. And the next time I went back, like a couple weeks later, they're all gone. They had their choice of like a nine year, 11 year, or a, a nearly 15 year, and wow. all at the same price. And they went with yeah. that one. So uh, we will switch to the next level here. No, with, come to me. Oh, Hold on. No, no, thank you. No, no one cares. Go on. It's the most important. Sean. Sean. Sean, hope you're free next Monday. If yes. not, Sean, give me a call. I, I got to give him a call back here Monday. Go okay. away from me a little bit. Sean, I'll give you a call back soon, buddy. We sit we'll we three and a half hours on the phone together, Brandon. We'll pass it to me. Hashtag Sean. Anyway, I don't know about you guys, but my grandma growing up, did your grandmas at, like ever make peanut brittle? Like my grandma did. She's from the south. My grandma's so made... dead. Thanks, Ben. Well, you know, <laughs> on Christmas, she Jeez. fell off of a bridge in the middle of hell. Yeah, yeah, that's something. what happens. Anyway, <laughs> my grandma, like <laughs> hundred years, yeah, from the South Carolina, and she from the she south made peanut brittle. Mima, so, please don't listen. And so I think you guys are missing out on the entire line <laughs> of Jim Beam. And so a good Booker's. Is very peanut brittle All right, Around Ben. Christmas time? Well, I was about to transition to the next level. Get uh, off my of... Booker's level. That's not, this, isn't a next, this isn't a banger level. This is just That's a there is a level. There is a level between I banger. No. There's is... a level between banger and next level. And well, this is transitioning, okay? So this is the transition. How about Booker's? <laughs> peanut peanut brittle. Are you kidding me? It is peanut, peanut brittle. Brittle in a glass. Ben, is have you ever had that? How have you have you been enjoying that? It's been great. It's been really really good. TJ, so, would you be definitely a little in... peanut buttery, a little brittly? Oh my god, Ben's drunk. Um, no, Ben, bring that over. Up. Let's try it now. Come up, uh, TJ. Have you ever had a Booker's before? No, Ben's dead. Would you like to try one? Sure. All right. Well, I heard this sample. year's is pretty solid, right? You, you, is that, you got you a, this year's. You got a sample of one in your house, TJ. Mine's 2019. This was my Christmas present last year from my in-laws, which was pretty nice present. That's I didn't even ask nice. for it. Yeah, yeah, Did solid. Ben die? Ben's dead. He knocked it over and he's drunk. And I think I don't know, but yeah, I gave you a sample of one. It's in your house. You don't know where it is. It's hiding from you, TJ. I'll find it one day. I am totally in agreement with Ben. That's why I have it here. I think Booker's, uh, and this is kind of going with Joe with with the Jim Beam line. Like I think that their profile is usually darker and heftier. Uh, it's going to be peanut yeah. forward, but also a lot of sugary notes and oaky notes as well. And Booker's does that at an extremely high level, almost as like a mold wine level. It's so deep and, and rich on its nose. Also a ton of like burnt brown sugar, caramelized sugar. 
Um, I love Booker's. Do you, are you a fan? You have Baker's right now, which might be might be one that people would like in the winter time as well. But you don't like Baker's as much. Um, so I, I got no. I, I didn't say I didn't like it. I, the, you I said you hated it. it. Nope. <laughs> um, so actually, I got it before they switched bottles, and it was on clearance at Walmart. I think it was like twenty six dollars or something like ridiculous. It was literally on clearance, so uh, I bought it. Um, but I, when I tried, that's, like, that's a great is... that's a great deal, dude. The old one for twenty six dollars. Oh amazing. yeah, it was crazy. That's why I had to get it, and I drank it. I'm like, man, this would be much better around a campfire when it's cold out. And I just haven't had the opportunity to get back to it. Um, but no. Uh, what do you think of, have you had Little Book? How do you compare that to Booker's? I haven't, only because when I've seen it, like it get, the price is jacked up on it. Like you can get Booker's for $80, $90. And yeah. it's still like, you can find it for that in the store at that price. But like Little Book gets jacked up to like 150 or so. So I yeah. I haven't tried it for that reason. I've I've had it. And I, I think I made a mistake of having it at the end of the night. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it lit me up. It was... <laughs> It got me good, so I need. I probably need to try it again, just on its own. By itself. <laughs> I'm just cool, curious if you guys have had it. These bookers are lower age, like six to seven years typically, and they're proofed up a ton. One hundred twenty-six point one proof. These are like one of the first like barrel strength bottles that were out there. So uh, it's an oldie but yeah. a goodie. And that mine's, gets Joe drunk apparently. Mine's no. one twenty. Mine's one twenty-four at six years and six months. What year is it been, or what what what's the branding what's on it? release? Yeah, oh, this is uh, it. Just came out. It's um, Booker's No Strangers. It just came out like a month ago. Nice. Like, Twenty twenty one fourth release this year. Oh, have, you, have you had a Booker's before, Ben? Yeah, I've had uh, a couple little books and mm-hmm. the Booker's, but I, I think the little books is a little little more like put together, right? But a little book more put together. It's a little more put together, but the bookers in general, because you're at Jim Beam, Bimp. <laughs> yeah, but it's great. Jay Canson says, Ben, do not open that bottle. It does not belong to you. It belongs to both of us until I get paid. <laughs> until I get paid. Um, is this our is this our allocated level? We're about no, we're no, about to get there, we're, and I don't think it's just right, on the cusp. All right, all right, all right. Second, the suspense. yes, he did the second, the last one before to get to the allocated level. This is what so basically this is a limited release selection. This is High West. What? No, she's not. Ooh, I like High it. West Burry. It is a limited edition. Uh, now apparently the High West Burry, which is a combination of uh, basically double double digit. I want to say double decadence because we got Joe Decadence here, but that's not accurate. Double digit year bourbon and rise, and they blend it really perfectly. It's becoming more and more rare because I think they're they're distillery only releasing release. at the distillery. Yeah. Well, there's only released in the distillery. Oh, yeah. But this is, I think, 2017 or 18, which is one of the superiors that uh, Mark Square Liquors had a bottle of in their back shelf they were able to give to me. That's 2017. Guys, this is 2021. Oh, really? Yeah, I had a friend or I had a co worker that was out of the distillery. Yeah, you drank a ton of it. How is it that empty? Because I could drink, because whiskey needs to be drank. That's why. Because I don't flip like you guys do. Hey, what do you guys got on? Uh, what do you guys got on price on that? Uh, this was, was like 70, 80 bucks. 70 to eighty bucks, I think. Yeah, there's there's one store in Jacksonville that carries it pretty regularly for whatever reason, and it's eighty. And I was never sure if uh, that's. But it's an older release, like it's not the new one. You just said it was oh. 2021, TJ. Uh, Joe, no, no, the one I'm saying his one in Jacksonville. Oh, it depends. You definitely do research on the year because the mileage on it varies a ton by year. So I got 2017 back in either 20. I think it was 2019. And basically the clerk was my buddy at the time. And he was like, 
he doesn't work there anymore, which just sucked because he was a good hookup. But he was like, yeah, don't get the 2018 one that we have on the shelf. Get the 2017 huh? one. Yeah, no, he's a great hmm. hookup. I love you, Christian. Where are you? Come back to me. Um, so yeah, make sure <laughs> make sure that you're you're doing your research, I guess, Joe. Like, if, see what year it is, because uh, apparently sure. it changes a ton. Um, but this is sometimes if you blend like a rye with a bourbon, like I've done that by myself, the rye takes over in a way that can be unpleasant. This is just a perfect combination of just baking spices and a little bit of citrus and sugar and spice and everything nice. So it's great. All right. Bangers. I'm a massive fan of that boo rye, obviously. But I also don't think that I'm going to, I don't know. It's not good to me. It's not good enough to where I'm like, Oh, I got to nurse this bottle. It's not as good as my like midwinters or Yippee or anything. Where those I nurse a little more. That if you you know, I'd share that one with Ben even. So uh, <laughs> even with but like me? but TJ flavor profile wise isn't like perfectly like suited. It's for really balanced. It's this balanced time of year. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's it's nice. So getting to the final three here. First off, this is one that maybe we will preview later this week. And I wanna ruin Joe's preview. uh yeah. We record these out of order. Um uh, tectonic. Maple syrup, double barrel, cast strength, double barrel finish. I don't know what the name is. There's too many descriptions here. But it is a rich, sweet maple syrup, high proof bourbon. So you get the maple syrup pancakes. It's perfectly fallish and delicious. I love it. Ben hates it. TJ loves it. We're going to see if Joe likes it or not as he reviews it because he loves maple syrup finished whiskeys. Surprise. He loved it. <gasps> Spoiler alert, he didn't hate it. But it didn't. Ben loved it too. Next up, all right, final countdown here. Final yes. countdown. Yep. I got, and I tried the sample that TJ gave me. Spoiler, I'm going to open this bottle because I love it. I thought it was amazing. It is Michter's Barrel Strength Rye. It is amazing. I don't know why I sounded like Oprah Winfrey there. You get a car. You get a car. <laughs> uh, Michter's is, the rye I find is like a very... If you love bourbon, I think it's a really good transition rye because it's a it's a very sweet rye. It's not a super spicy, herbally one. Now there are like the nice baking spices with it, but heavy vanilla and caramel notes with it. A little bit of orange peel as well, which is very quintessential. You know, Christmas with the clove and the orange. It's awesome. It's great. Ben's pouring more of it because YOLO, right? So, uh, how much does Michter's barrel strength range? Like a hundred dollars to, or is it two? It's hundred bucks. All right, MSRP, MSRP, but but you're not gonna probably find it unless you're Ben in North Carolina. That's right, North Carolina came through in the clutch. All right, and the last one. Uh, are we feeling good about what I've presented so far? Is it all very festive? You're doing okay. okay. You're doing pretty good. Yeah. I didn't feel like I'd be carrying it as much as I am, and I feel like I'm struggling with that right now. But, it's valid. Uh, We're doing great. Thanks, Joe. I think Joe's with me emotionally. I think Ben's drunk, and I think TJ is watching soccer. So, it, is that accurate? Yeah. Let's go football. I'm watching it now. Joe is with me right now. We're good icons. Then all your jokes, they're just straight facing you right now. Yeah, thanks, so. Joe. No, I appreciate it. <laughs> when I, I hear a joke, I'll laugh. 69. <laughs> nice. Uh, last one is perfectly equipped for wintertime. Uh, perhaps a midwinter's night because it is a midwinter's night drain. Maybe you guys have heard of it. Maybe we've talked about this High West product before on the show. Maybe it's what we're going to transition to as we chew. Round five of King of the Hill. No one's made it to round five before. It's about to do. No, put that down. We're not drinking the Jack Daniels. Oh, is that one that you for? Yes. Uh, oh, okay. If you would pass it to me for a second, how about the ultimate winter whiskey, 2020 
Jack Daniels single barrel barrel strength rye. I like it. I like that. Arguably one of the most wintry, snuggliest ryes in your entire world. Snuggliest. Oh, oh wow. Dude. Can I come over there and have a glass and snuggle with you, Ben? This bottle no. is incredible. If you don't have one of these, man, you're missing out. It is high proof, high banana, high creme brulee in a glass. It's incredible. Most most winter. Also, it ain't cheap. So it's perfect for winter. 70 bucks. Good friends. <laughs> not in the secondary. Not when you're trying to buy it now. But you know, it's really it not was. too bad right now, right? What's it like 250, 220? No, it's in the threes, dude. Oh, really? Yes. Damn. I don't know I, if that's the I truth. think it was here know. in Tallahassee. The Win Dixie put them up by accident, like when they first Maybe came out. Is that what <laughs> Yeah. I didn't get it, unfortunately. We bought it. Me and TJ both both bought a bottle. Out of boys. Amazing. They sent the guy sent me a sample, so I appreciate that. I haven't drank it yet. I'm gonna save it for Christmas morning. I'm gonna get up and That's right. Uh, hey Joe, why are you saving it for Christmas morning? Is it because it's the ultimate Christmas whiskey? <laughs> That's right. Could be. Brennan, step off. That's right. Because it's a rye whiskey. Ooh, nice. Christmas Maybe if I had that great bottle, if you guys shared it with me and got a third bottle and sent it to me, then I would have included that as well. But Sorry, we didn't. Joe, let us know what you think about this. This is I'm amazing. This I is like it. in my top two of bottles. What's your top one? It's probably the I mean, <laughs> thing. It, by in top two, he meant that one. I mean, mm. it is so high up there. It's so good. I got a Michter's 10 rye that I haven't opened yet. And I'm just reserving a spot for it. That's all. Your voice cracked when you said that. Uh, yeah, right. All right. I like the uh, I like the Midwinter Nights Dram. I'm going double barrel. Whoa. Both Victor's Toasteds. Um, I don't love the sour mash. To tell you guys the truth, it's not bad by any means, but it just doesn't do it for me like these two do. The Victor's Barrel Strength Rye is the better of the two. Um, just I've talked about this. I think the high proof. Um, makes it more balanced. So anyway, uh, I'm this is this is mine. This is my allocated banger. Uh, I didn't mention this earlier, and it would have been somebody mentioned it to me when we were talking about it. But the Woodford Double Oaked is a is a good like between budget and you know mid level. What do you pay for a Woodford Double Oak? 55, 60, some, yeah, somewhere in that, that range. Right, TJ. It's not terrible. So, um, yeah, I, I don't hate that. The one I'd like to add, one of my, my favorites, it's I guess it's technically allocated. It's not very expensive, and you can't find it, but it's going to be uh, Larceny, Larceny Barrel. Barrel. Yeah. Oh, great, great choice. So 121 solid. proof. Um, you know, it's it's solid for the wintertime for sure. Yeah, I think these Peerless store picks are pretty good too. Would be pretty good for it. Their, their proof is somewhere between like 110, 112. Um, and I really like the flavor and the spice that's on those. A little Love harder to find. Look. Yeah. Mm. So anything yeah, no, allocated is going to be a Com great look, Christmas whiskey. Com common themes for us are okay. rye or high proof bourbons. It seems to be kind of the the combination of, of wintry. Yeah, proof is is the next. Well, you like the spice, right? Like because it's got the this spice. baking spice and stuff, and, yeah. and the higher proof because it's cold out. I mean, mm -hmm. we're, we're we're simple creatures, you know. At the end of the day, we just want to all drink bourbon and cuddle together, be cozy. That's not at all. Yeah. Keep moving. Keep it going. All right. Uh Joe. Ben, 
I'm done. Yes. Do you guys have any more? Uh, do you guys have any more uh, bottles you want to throw in? Or you no, good? I think got it for myself. I, I had one got... more curveball. If I could, Ooh, go yes, please do. We, we mentioned Blue Note before. I don't know. I don't want to jump the gun. Should I wait on it or no? no go go for it right now. Like. So don't wait. So this is the first Blue Note that I've had. I've I've had store picks of the uh, regular Blue Note. I have the 17, but uh, and this mm. is going in a different direction. Of it's a little bit lower proof, but. The Blue Note nine-year bourbon. I don't know if you guys have have had it or no. not. Um, You've seen us some. I mentioned the unfiltered one. It's a uh, it's aged nine years. Um, it's from Memphis. It's oh, it's only ninety-three proof, but it is it's full for sure. Um, and a buddy of mine last year when it was it was cold out drank a whole bottle at out around a fire. You know, it's yeah. ninety-three proof, so still, um, it was it was nice, creamy caramel, um, vanilla, oak. You know, the classic bourbon flavors for sure. But it drinks a lot, uh, a lot thicker than just like a ninety-three proof. I don't think it's very thin. I think it's good. It's like if you could find it, it's not at every wow. liquor store, but it's only like forty-six dollars. So it's not like it's that expensive for a nine-year bourbon. So I, I would recommend that for sure. I think the guys, you know, people at Blue Note are doing a pretty solid job. Yes, agreed. I have a store pick of it as well uh, of a nine-year that's like a hundred twenty-nine proof, which is next level. But um, wow. I like their standard nine-year. Nine Hmm. That's what I'm drinking tonight. I want to shout out. Shout out. Joe gave me a sample of Dovetail from Barrel, which I did a rapid review of. Uh, We'll put it up later this week. I would put that in. It's a high proof bourbon that's finished in uh, a couple different wine barrels, and then I think rum as well. And that sweetness with the proof makes it like very dark fruit forward with uh berries and like figs and i think that would actually be a really nice like campfire sipper mm-hmm. as oh, well yeah. uh yeah i think it's like cab port and rum right that sounds right yep, that's oh, right, right on the nose yeah perfect but it's and like 129 proof or... it was at least 125 i think yeah, yeah at it, least it's, it's a good proof for sure I, feel like ten, that. I think it's like a 10 year and 12 year bourbon mix too so like barrels mm-hmm. does really if, everything's great about barrel other than the bottle the bottles kind of suck they're kind of boring and bland but yeah they're like kind of modern they're, yes they're labeled yeah. weirdos we're barrel all right all right do we want to do king of the hill here tj let's roll let's so midwinter nights dram listen we've done it too much i'm going to bang these two bottles together whichever one stays whole is the winner okay so three two oh they both won all right, Midwinter Nights Dram, Act 9, Scene 5, going up against Michter's Toasted Barrel. This is the 2020 Crap. release, so it's last year's. I did just see this got released at the distillery yesterday, which that's really cool if you happen to be, um, you know, near Michter's. Um, Repeal Day. I have know. a buddy but, out there. You can go get it. Do you think it's sold out by now? Yes, it was a, it was a release for Repeal Day, but yeah. Uh, okay, so it's gone. So... <laughs> This is where Midwinter Night's Dram probably meets the end of its road, either because it wins or because it gets booted. Um, Can't go any further. You guys have both these poured? You have yeah. them ready to go? Yeah, ready but to I go. Have, uh, no. My Midwinter's is Act 8. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. It's a Midwinter Night Dram. I don't think we all have the same Midwinter Night. And then the mileage you know, varies a little bit there, Joe, but it's fine. We're, we're good here. You're forgiven. Sorry. <laughs> all right, so... Okay. The Midwinter Night Dram has been uh, more or less cruising. I think the the Taconic, which we'll review later this week, is the only one that gave it like a little bit of a run for its mind, just because so it's so good. different um, it, and unique. But this Midwinter Night Dram is so 
perfectly Christmassy. It it is branded. The branding on it fits perfectly, like with what you'd expect. It is plums. It is figs. It is mold wine and spices and citrus and brown sugar. Mm. Mold wine. It's sweetness. It's just pure sweetness. <clears throat> Decadent. Yeah. It's it is delicate. It's definitely plum. It's so plum heavy that I'm like, I I would like a little more proof here. It's just bothering me. I would yeah. like. Yeah. A little more proof. Yeah, if it were, if we've gone over this before, if it were like a hundred and ten proof version of this, like we would. Oh, Joe's almost done with his. Oh boy, um, can't hide money. By the way, Midwinter Night Dram, we all have a bottle because of Joe helped hook us up with it too. Which Joe, is, you're the best. Yeah, thank you. Joe. Do what I can. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. No, okay, all right, Joe. No. Joe again supporting me. No one else is. Dick a dance. Dick a dance. See, there we go. Now, now Joe would dance. All right, so this Mictor Toasted Barrel Rye. Do we have the specs on it, TJ? Uh, how much money is it roughly? What's the proof? So it's obviously a toasted barrel, barrel strength, and rye. We got that. What else? Yeah, 109.2 proof, uh, so 54 and a half, 54.6% alcohol. Uh, MSRP on this, I want to say it's like 80 bucks. What? Uh, no way. It's got to be at least 90 bucks. 85. I think it's no, 85. He, now, you know what? Yeah, I got the sour mash about 75 or 80 bucks a couple of years ago that TJ shit on earlier. Thanks. Yeah. I don't know. I so the MSRP right now on the new uh 2021 everything's uh, gone like up. toasted or on the uh the the barrel strength rye is like a hundred bucks or like 90 bucks, right? Yeah, so there's no way it's toasted and barrel strength for the same price. Yeah, it is the suggested uh, retail of the 2020 really? toasted barrel rye is 85. Okay, well, there you go. Never mind. So, secondary, however, is gonna be about three hundred dollars probably to get out. Like if you want to go online and buy it right now, it's gonna be um, Something like that, yeah. That's tough. You might do a little. You might do a little better, but yeah, like three hundred. Um, so but, as I'm uh, comparing these, I would say the nose on the midwinters is definitely heavier. It's definitely mm -hmm. sweeter, yeah, but I heavier. kind of like the minty toast of the toasted barrel rye. Right, like it's definitely has some marshmallow in it. But there's enough body in the spice and mint to keep it on the uh, spicy sector or spectrum. Specter. Um, Specter. So both are spectrum. extremely pleasant. There's a reason why, like one we picked as the contender, or one we picked as the champion, because they're both high quality. So both are really good. It is amazing how different these two are. They're both rise, but they're both finished differently, obviously, and and that um, makes such a huge difference. They don't smell anything mm -hmm. like. I don't know what's yeah, the, like better though. I, they're Man, they're so. so different and so distinct that oh yeah, the midwinters is so sweet and just dessert. I know where I'm gonna lean. Oh man, to me I feel the like the midwinters has... is more balanced though. The midwinters like pops, not yes. in a bad way. It's just yes, you know, the Keep toastiness the... of it comes out so like uh, heavily. I don't want to say the midwinters is flat by any means, but there's some there's more of a pop to the. The Victor's. That's right, because there's and more depth by a to pop. it. Like, is it a good thing? The pop? No, yeah, it's, I yeah, think it's a good hundred percent. Ben mentions hundred percent depth. Midwinter Night Dream comes in like quickly, whereas the the Victor's, I think, is just like the steady flow of it. It's strong, but it just remains like 
uh, just it's in my nose for like four Midwinter's seconds. Midwinter's one said. note where the Mictors is multifaceted. You got the marshmallow. You have the mint. You have the orange peel. You have the, the citrus. You know, a little bit of chocolate. It's all there, which I I find great. Toasted uh, coconut. I know some people don't like coconut, but like any kind of toasted coconut, chocolate, like uh, almond joy type of vibe to this. No, oh, mm. coconut. I can see that. Uh, Jason asked, "Has anybody had the barrel finished in German ice wine barrels?" I was like six minutes ago. Sorry, I'm a little late on the trigger and watching soccer. Mm. I have not. I have not. Sounds I interesting though, not. doesn't it? Wayne Gretzky's uh, has a has a Canadian, I think rye maybe that's finished in like an ice wine. These are both great. Are you going to mix these at the end of the night, Brendan? No, gonna... I'm going to get into this this Good choice mix. But <laughs> oh, buddy, so this right. sample. So, who wins on the nose for you guys? <sighs> this, is, this is brutal. We are all struggling. This is tough, this. man. So, uh, I'm I'm the mixer's whore over here. Like, but I so, love this midwinter. You're also a high west whore, so. Yeah, it's true. So, uh, cheap, sweet, sweet, cheap. What else? Sweet I'm cheap to horse. me, Mictors wins on the on the nose. There's more going on. Yeah, there's a little bit, as Ben mentioned, depth. I think that's the right word uh, for it. I'm gonna give Mictors the ever so slight edge. Jennifer in the house, go Knowles. Jennifer, let's go. Twenty minutes, twenty nine minutes to go. Tie game still. Um, nil nil. I agree with that, I, but I'll just say that you go back to the midwinters and you can pick up some of that spice, and I think that's mm-hmm. man. Yeah, I give the mixtures a flat edge, but man, they're both good. All right, taste. Did Joe say which one his was? Ignored. Mm-hmm. Oh, Joe, which one? Which one is yours? I got <laughs> Joe. Jeez, these two guys are awful today. Who's Joe? I ignored him on purpose. Joe Decker. God, I can't decide, man. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's a, I mean, close. delay for another like five or six minutes. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm glad we went back to you, Joe. I got skipped. I, I, probably, I didn't know what I wanted, but I got skipped. Side to side <laughs> by side. It may, it may be different if I'm just smelling one by itself, and, like, and then another one like way later. But I, I probably have to give the edge to the Mictors as well. Ooh, just, let's go! All right, so Mictors ever to. so slightly wow. by all Across four of us. But man, if any one of you said we were in the right dram, I wouldn't have been mad. Like that's fine. It's that's me. tough. The Midwinter right. Ice Dram is elite. I mean, I I, I might want to flip back. No, keep it moving forward. We're at 45 minutes All right. here. Taste. I know where I'm at. All right, tell us. Uh, it's got to be Mictors, guys. I mean, you. I am not as big of a sweet fan as you guys are. And the spice, the citrus on the Mictors is making it hang on. Mictor in it, Hainong. Uh, yeah. Again, there there is more depth with the Mictors. I think there's just more heft to it. And that might be the proof difference. What like, there's of ten percentage points yeah. or so, right? Um, but damn, going. I'll put it this way: when I go Mictors to Midwinter Night Dram, I think the Midwinter Night Dram holds up better than when you go opposite. Um, there's more sweetness and uniqueness. I I think I like the I think I like the sweet palette. To finish better on Midwinter Night Dram ever so slightly. I think mouthfeel on the Midwinters is better. Like it yeah. drinks like you're drinking the finish. Olive oil. The finish I mean, I too, though. Is so heavy. Uh, 
I almost hate that you said citrus on the Victors because I'm not a big citrus note guy, and now it's throwing me way off. <laughs> so when I have the midwinters first, Brendan was talking about going back and forth. Orange, with orange peel. When I Burnt have that one first, peel. it's almost too sweet that I don't get anything off of that Victors. And is that kind of what you mean? Like, yeah, holding up. Like I don't get, but the Victors is more complex. I think it's got more depth. It's got more character. It's not – so when I go from the Mictors to the Midwinters, the Midwinters is a uh, – it's an old-fashioned all by itself. Like it's got the spice oh, from the yeah. bitters. Yeah, it's so it's got the sugar That's, from the – so so <laughs> It's got the cherry and a little bit more of the cherry juice when you dump that in too. It's an old-fashioned all by itself, which is fantastic. The fact that they can get that into a glass, so great. But I'm, I'm, I'm leaning Mictors on this just for – it's I, to me. It's just it's just better. It's more complex. I think you could drink yeah. that Mictors kind of any time, whereas this Midwinters is definitely like a winter only time. I mean, you're not drinking that at 95 degrees in the summer while Joe's on the golf course. You know, four days a week. Um, oh yeah, he'd be crushed on the golf course. <laughs> Still sucking rush. I I think I like the Midwinter Night Dram a little bit more, especially as you get to the finish because it it has this nice explosion of flavor at the end whereas the mixtures is really like solid and depthy all the way through uh but the midwinter night dram just kind of i don't know it unfolds in a way that's just really pleasant and ties it all together but man it's close i i can't fault you guys for going opposite of that what about you joe what are you leaning here taste why I'm, I'm going midwinters i i think it's uh, i just love the taste of it um it's it just goes together so well. It's it's it is complex, uh, and I know it's tough putting it up to a higher proof, um, you know, mixers. But it, it's still complex on it, its own, and it just it's uh, it's complete to me. Um, mm-hmm. And that's I, I gotta go with the, I gotta go with the midwinters. That's a, I feel like man. Once we get to the finished portion of it, like that's when the midwinter I dream. It just feels uh, complete is such a perfect way to describe it, Joe. Like it just it it ties it all up perfectly. Uh, the, you get the whole sense of like what that that dram is doing all the way through. Um, so what do we do, guys? Are we do we want to vote? And what do yeah, we do? We're at a tie. Let's, let's go for the vote. All right. Uh, Mictors. Mictors. Uh, midwinter night dram for me. I'm going midwinters. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, Jeez. in the comments, in the comments, Sean, Jake, Jason, Tag Jennifer, team wrestling match right Brandon now and I versus you two. Yeah, because I, I think we're just going to move the. I think we're. It was the last round anyway, so it just ends in a draw. Oh, Mictors, Jason, Jason decides it for us. That's right, Jason. That's right, no! baby. You're right. You're 100 percent right. Hey, do you want to know what Jennifer? Jennifer. I have a out. feeling that Ben was taking into consideration that it's fifteen dollars cheaper. Dollars. Hmm. Oh, I do Jennifer like that. came in with the midwinners. Hey. Hey. I'm ignoring. I'm ignoring. Yeah. How do I delete? Delete know, comment. No, Hold we all on. know yeah. that female palettes are far more uh, advanced and nuanced than just. just barbarian. That seems sexist. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, it's the reason why that women are usually uh, the victors the toasted at the still best bottle. He's no, another had. vote for victors. Another vote for victors. My That's wife has guy. a far better nose. Than I do. Yeah, it's, it's the same vote. guy. <laughs> Where's Sean when you need him? Sean, Sean, he'll, he'll, he'll squeak on in here in a minute. He's, he's in bed. Uh, Elliot, oh, 
That's he a good question because he doesn't like the Philly. Yeah, like he'd hate. Uh, he'd vote for neither of them. He'd, he'd, he'd vote for uh, Walter. He one one. Elliot <laughs> spent. I don't want to say how much, but he dropped some nice coin on a uh, a will it finish like in a cab barrel recently. And who did? I had Elliot did. I had Elliot. to tease him about it. I'm like you dropped hmm. three digits on. Jen's a cheater. She hasn't had Mixer Silver. Oh. I can't vote. Oh, Man. we won. Oh my gosh. All right. You know yeah. what? Damn. That's right. Midwinter Jam. It was a hell of a Can you guys put up a poll on your uh, Facebook account or Twitter or something? Oh, I'll put up a poll. Let the fans this. I got a poll no. for you, Joe. <laughs> no. <laughs> Too much work for you? Damn. Too much tinsel. I found it distracting. Is it the Festivus poll? Yeah. <laughs> um, I just poured the Burai since we were talking about that, guys. Oh, my God. TJ's getting going to get drunk. Too. Oh. I love and he it. just crushed it in one sip. Yeah. Like a shot of Boo Ray. It was basically a shot of Boo Ray. Oh, a Boo Ray shot. It's not as good as the Midwinners. Sorry. Yeah. It's easier to find and less money. Yeah. So that makes sense. So are you. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's wrap this thing up. Uh, Mictors knocks off Midwinter Night's Dram. Mictors, baby. What are we reviewing on Thursday? How did that? Oh. How did it knock it off? Because uh, Jennifer, we we yeah, Jennifer was an illegal vote. Want to thank Joe for it joining came, us. Jennifer's vote came in at two thirty in the morning. We yeah. we cast it out. Guest yeah. speaker gets like two or three votes. That was a mail-in vote. True. That was okay. a mail-in vote. It's excluded. <laughs> <laughs> too too soon. Stop the steal. Uh, too the, soon. <laughs> stop the count now. Deconic Distilleries Double Barrel Maple Bourbon, which was featured in our. Cold weather. Was that uh, number one? Up. Was that first round? That was round two, and that was that gave up a pretty good fight as well. Um, very unique, very sweet. Uh, we are going to review that coming up on Thursday, but the surprise is that Joe is going to review it blind. So pretend, Joe, that you don't know what we're going to review. And, yep, there you go. Can't even see it. Did John Cena? John Cena, because he can't see. Get it? Cena? Okay. I think we should end the podcast now. Just edit that out. Just no, end it. It's live. Just, it's live. Oh yeah. <laughs> For myself. myself, TJ Pinger, Joe Decadence, Ben Sinone, and Brendan Cock. We're broke out of budget. <laughs> um, Joe, what are you pouring it for Christmas Day? Like what? What's what? your what's your bourbon then? Did you just ask him Christmas what porn Day? is Christmas? What did you pour? Um, I'll have to probably crack something, maybe new. Uh, I'm not sure. I got some Weller foolproof on the way. That could be a Christmas. Ooh, that was lit. All right. Cheers. Oh my gosh. Oh, what a fucking man.